What's going on, everybody? My name is Stefan Coons, and welcome to the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. Yes, if you listened to the previous episodes, we did change the name. And if you're watching this on Spotify, my awesome uncle Parrish made this beautiful sign that lights up like a million colors for us. Um, and I want to talk about the podcast name change a little bit. Number one, this is a little more catchy, right? But number two, it's really important to understand what pursuit health and performance is about. And I'm going to just be super transparent with you guys. Pursuit Health and Performance is not just a online and in-person fitness and nutrition coaching company. Yes, we are that. Yes, we help people get ripped and perform better and lose fat and build muscle. But what it is, it's it's us helping somebody transform their lives. That's what we do. We are transformational coaches. I actually updated some stuff on Facebook um, and just some verbiage because I want people to understand that although you're going to get in shape working with us, it's more based on every day you should be pursuing to be a better version of yourself. And that actually doesn't just stop with fitness. I think that it that carries over into other uh, other parts of your life, right? A hundred percent. I actually just did a check-in with a client the other day um, that told me, hey coach, I've been really consistent with my exercise and my nutrition lately, like more than normal. And it is bleeding over into other areas of my life. And I could tell that it's like positively influencing it. It's making me be more committed. It's making me happier. It's affecting my work life, my relationships. And I'm like, ding, 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 golden bell, you win, go home, you're done. <laughs> not, I mean, he's still a coach. I mean, he's still a client. He's not done. But the whole point is like, he gets it. He gets it. If you are pursuing stuff every day, you have the validation of saying like, I did it. And the I did it is the feeling of achievement. And I've talked about this on other episodes before, but it's like, if you're not in pursuit of something, you are in the pursuit of nothing. And in the pursuit of nothing is a very lonely, sad, depressing place. Human beings only really feel good when they're accomplishing something or on the other end is, is they're experiencing something like experiencing love, experience happiness. I want to go off on a tangent, but I want to just say that like, that's why we changed our name. Um, and I want our clients and everybody to understand that the everyday pursuit is something daily. Like you can't really take days off of pursuing greatness. If you want something, uh, if you want to be the best version of yourself every day, you should be working on some aspect, right? It doesn't have to be health and fitness related. It can be with your faith. It could be with uh, relationships. It could be with your finances. Like it could be with everything. And although we don't necessarily deal with those other aspects, I understand that it starts with your physical being because if you're overweight, if you're fat, out of shape, it's going to lead to depression. It's going to lead to low confidence. It's going to be very hard for you to work on those other areas in your life successfully if you're not prioritizing your health. Okay, now what we're going to actually get into is how to get past plateaus, okay? This is a really, uh, a very, very uh, important episode because this is a question that I probably get almost more than anything. And I know I kind of say that a lot, but uh, this is legitimately one that I feel like every two weeks, somebody goes, I'm at a plateau. Now, not everybody reaches out and asks for advice, but being at a plateau is a real thing. And this is why it's dangerous, okay? you might, And I don't mean physically, so just, just to kind of uh, to, to preface that. I don't mean physically it's dangerous, I mean, mentally, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for your progress because this is what happens when people hit a plateau. 100% of the time, they hit a plateau and they start to get discouraged, right? If you went into work 
and your boss was paying you the same amount at year one as year 10, you'd probably be discouraged. Like I'm still going in, I'm putting in the same amount of effort, yet I'm not really getting any more results when it should be some exponential growth or at least like some type of upwards progress. And the thing about fitness is consistency is king. I have a ton of episodes that talk about this. I tell my clients, how are you staying consistent or how are you going to stay consistent? I should say, if you're putting yourself in a mental state where your encouragement and your motivation and your excitement and your positive feelings are declining slowly or fastly, you're not right. So how are you supposed to stay consistent? Like actually showing up to the gym, actually tracking your food, actually doing your workouts. If you get the feedback that, yeah, none of that's working, you won't, right? So this is why plateaus are really dangerous to be in if you want to be successful. Because most people, when they like fall off the wagon is when they're hitting plateaus. I mean, sometimes it's other life stressors and things that happen, but I can tell you right now that I get extremely discouraged when I'm going to the gym and three, four weeks go by and I haven't lost any weight or I haven't built any muscle. And I'm like, man, dude, I've been working my butt off in the gym. I'm sweating. Like I'm doing all the things. And it makes people just want to say, you know what? F it and just throw in the towel. And that's a really dangerous place to be in. Because the thing is, you don't actually have to be perfect. You don't have to have like, you know, 98% compliance. You just need to keep doing it. So I, I think it's a very, very important that you understand that you need to put yourself in a very good mental place by not staying at a plateau. You're going to hit plateaus. They happen. But let's try to like fix that as soon as possible. And right, kind of step back. Who is going to the gym to stay the same? Mostly nobody unless you're already really in good shape. I talk to liter- literally hundreds and hundreds of men every month. And all you guys are trying to lose body fat, build muscle, and increase your performance. That's why we do what we do. So I know you don't want to stay there. Like very few people I talk to are like, oh yeah, this this is just where I want to be. I'm totally fine where I'm at. Um, You probably wouldn't even be following me or listening to this if you were exactly where you wanted to be. Now, let me give you some tangible steps on how to get over plateaus because that's probably why you're listening to this episode in the first place. I'm going to break it down with fitness and nutrition. And I have to break it down by goals because they're different. So let's talk about the number one goal that like basically everybody, even including myself, want at some point, and that's fat loss. Now, you might say, well, no, no, Coach Stefan, I I actually want to get bigger. Yeah, but don't you want to be big and cut? Hell yeah, right? That's what everybody wants. So for that, you have to know how to get past plateaus and how to avoid them for fat loss, okay? So super important. Number one, you have to understand that your body is extremely adaptable. It's basically going to adapt to anything that you give it it, uh, or give to it to a certain extent, depending on frequency, intensity, a little bit of your genetics, okay, so on and so forth. So I'm going to give you some uh, some examples. If I start running and I run, right, I'm not running right now at all because I have a knee thing, but like if I started running and <clears throat> I'm running four miles a day uh, or four miles a few days a week. In six months, that four miles will be so cake to me that like I I probably wouldn't even do that run because I'm like it's 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 not enough. Um, However, if I keep running, right, it's progressive overload. If I if I run four miles and then six miles and then ten miles, my body never has time to adapt. 
The cool thing about the body is it is adaptable, but it is also the same thing that makes you hit plateaus. So in order for you to make any progress in the gym, whether it's fat loss, muscle gaining, anything, you have to create a stimulus, like something your body's experiencing. It adapts to some aspect of it. And then basically you create another stimulus and it adapts to that and another stimulus and it adapts to that and it keeps going. You hit a plateau when you do a stimulus and it adapts, but then the other stimulus you give it is the same. So your body doesn't need to change, right? And I'm not going to dive in too much of the science here, but your body craves to be at homeostasis, which is it's like just normal state. It doesn't always want to be changing. So there's a little bit of fight back from your body, even though it's super adaptable. So for fat loss, this is kind of what I see. When people first start trying to lose weight, their biggest mistake is they throw all their ammo at it. They, they have all their cards, right? And they put everything to their body. They go, okay, I want to lose 40 pounds. You know what I'm going to do? I want to lose it as fast as possible. That's your first mistake, okay? I want to lose it as fast as possible because I'm super impatient. Well, let's, let's take a step back. Number one, it's your fault that you are 40 pounds overweight, okay? You need to take ownership of that. If, and it might be a lot of different things that happen in your life, but it's still you. It's your body. It's your responsibility. You need to understand that you didn't gain 40 pounds probably in a month or two months or three months. It probably took you maybe six months, maybe a year. So you have to understand that losing it is also going to take time. So you don't want to throw all your cards at it. And this is what all the cards are. Hey, I'm going to start exercising. Let's say you're exercising one day a week or none, and you're not really dieting too. You're not even in a calorie uh, deficit. You're in like probably a surplus. That's why you've been gaining fat. And all of a sudden you're like, hey body, I'm going to shock you. I'm going to take you from zero days a week to four days a week at the gym, or some people do more. And if that's not enough body, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to make you eat 600 calories less a day. And if that's not enough, I'm going to make you take all these vitamins and I'm going to make you take a fat burner. Now your body's like, okay, I guess. And it is going to shock it and you are going to lose weight and it is going to work until you hit a freaking brick wall. Now, my question to you is once you've done that, what else are you going to throw at it? This is what most people do. Well, I'll, I'll work out more. Okay, well, now you're working out five or six days a week. And then you're going to be like, I can't work out anymore because like that's as, as much as I can work out. I'm like, okay, cool. So let's work on the nutrition. Well, I'm already eating 600 calories less. I guess I could eat 1,000 calories less. Okay. Uh, I guess I could take more fat burners, which I hope you don't do because dangerous. But like, let's say you take more fat burners. Then you hit another plateau. You have nothing to throw at your body. And I see people that do that in a short span of time. They lose weight too fast. They damage their metabolism. And ultimately, they literally have nothing else to throw at it. It's a journey. And especially the more weight you have to lose, you have to be intelligent. You are legitimately tricking your body because your body wants to be surviving. It wants to be efficient. And it wants to be adaptable. But we actually kind of don't want it to adapt, right? Um, and that's the thing about exercise and weight training and, and creating a physique and going to the gym and losing weight and building muscle. It's all a tricking your body. That's all it is. Your body wants to do one thing and we're like making it do something that really is against our survival and inefficient, right? To be honest with you, if we're trying to be like 6% body fat and jacked, not actually a good survival mechanism. So you have to understand that we're kind of going against that. And because we are, we have to legitimately trick our body. And here's how you're going to do it. You're going to start implementing things. And then once those things stop working, you're going to make incremental changes. So if you're like, I'm working out none and I'm in a caloric surplus, right? Maybe this is you and the 40 pounds or whatever pounds you need to lose. So what you're going to do 
is you're going to start working out a few days a week. And then you can kind of clean up your diet, but don't do both. Just start working out because that will automatically reduce your calories. And there's a lot more benefits to working out to burn your calories than, are, than there is eating less. And you hear some coaches say that. They're like, well, just eat less. It's easier. Exercise is, a, is actually a bad method for weight loss, which it can be for time-wise. And I'm not going to dive too far into that on this episode. But I would argue that, well, what about the ment- mental benefits? What about how you feel after you work out? What about the accomplishment? What about the feeling of pursuing a goal and doing it? Um, and, you know, I think men want to, if like, and I'm sure women too, but like men, I think feel good once we like get like hard physical labor, maybe not every man, but most men that I've worked with, like, I feel good when I work out. Um, and when I lift heavy weights, like I, I feel like strong and capable. And so that's really important. You eating less, sure you lose weight, but there's not really a lot of benefits. In fact, it sucks because you're hungry, you're hangry, you're grumpy, you're lethargic. So you want to start with the exercise first, 100%. And all you guys, even though you want to lose body fat, guarantee you want to be, you know, a little bit muscular too. So start with the exercise. Then you're going to clean up your diet, but it's not going to be like maybe super intentional. Then after that, you're going to exercise. You're like, yeah, I started losing some weight at first. I kind of noticed I started to slim down, but now coach Stefan, I'm not really losing as much weight. Cool. Now keep doing the workout. That's easy for you now, right? You've been doing that. Yeah, I could keep doing that. Sweet. Now what we're going to do is we're going to take your nutrition and we're going to have you actually track your food and we're going to put you in a deficit. Then you're in a deficit. And maybe let's say it's a 400 calorie deficit. So you're eating 400 calories less than your maintenance calories. So now you're at a deficit and you're effectively losing body fat, right? Plus your exercise. So now you've combined it and you basically just keep manipulating those. You change up phases in your program. You work out more often. Maybe you throw some hit cardio in there. You're getting in more steps all your like uh, things that make up your metabolism. So your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is called NEAT, um, all the things you're doing outside of actually exercising, the walking, the lawn care, all those things. Then you implement more of that. And then if you're like, wow, I hit another plateau, Coach Stefan, you know what you're going to do? You're going to reduce your calories even more. Or maybe you're going to try carb cycling and you're going to keep doing these things. And the very, 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 very last result is the fat burners and the carb blockers and all those other things. Because not not only is it kind of honestly a waste of money and it's not really great for you and you don't need it, I I almost guarantee you, um, you also need to get to a place where like you did all the other things first if you want those things to work effectively. Because they're supposed to be the last little bit. Like I've used fat burners before. If you use them early on, you will hit a plateau and you'll gain a lot of that weight back. But if you wait till the very end, it actually does, can, some of them, help you get that last bit of fat off. And because your body, <clears throat> excuse me, already has a very healthy metabolism and, and increased metabolism from adding muscle from the exercise, from, from getting stronger, you probably, you know, maybe you're not adding a lot of muscle because you're in a deficit, but it can happen, right? Um, so you're, you're getting stronger, you're becoming more efficient in the gym, your mitochondria, so your, your cells are becoming more dense and more active, and you will feel a little bit supercharged, Okay. And not to go on a long tangent, but a lot of people don't understand that. Like the better cardio you have and the more you exercise, your body literally feels like, like just like energetic, right? You feel like young again, like I could just run, I could just jump. A lot of that has to do with your mitochondrial density and you're just like feel active inside. It's kind of hard to describe, but once you get in shape, you'll understand what I mean. So 
those are some things that you want to do, right? <clears throat> you want to implement the exercise, you want to imp- implement the, the calories, and then you're just going kind of back and forth, but very, very, very incremental. And then you're going to get to a point where you're like, Stefan, I'm at a more comfortable weight. Um, I've been breaking pl- towards the plateaus, but now I'm too skinny. Great. Now we're going to bulk. And it's the same thing when you bulk. If you're eating 2000 calories and you say, I'm bulking. So tomorrow I'm going to start eating 3000 calories. Okay. You'll get bigger, but that's a big jump. All of a sudden, you're probably also going to get really fat on your bulk. Are you okay with that? Well, no, I would like to gain no fat. Welcome. Me too. Nice to meet you. Right. And, and if you want that to happen, you can't just raise it a thousand calories. Why? Well, you could, but your body and you'll get bigger, but your body's like, it's too much at once. It's, it's too much. You know, what's going to be way more effective is if I, I do what's called a reverse diet, basically, where I just add like 50 calories a week. And it actually, my body, because I'm tricking it is adapting to the new calories without it, like almost even realizing. And so it just raises my metabolism. And if you do a reverse diet, right, you can go from 2000 calories to 2,900 calories and just get muscular and barely gain any fat. We actually have a client, Ian, that gained like 20 pounds of muscle, literally 0% body fat by reverse dieting. Um, there you go. It can happen. But what he didn't do is say, I want to get big and I'm impatient. And so I'm just going to start eating a bunch of food and lifting heavy, right? Too much at one time. And then if he hit a plateau, we can't be like, hey, let's bump up the calories a little bit more. Let's bump this up. He just went from like zero to a hundred, you know, not a lot of volume to like extra volume, heavy and eating more. And so patience is the name of the game. Okay. And I, and I kind of use this, I hope you heard that transition, right? When I was talking about fat loss and then muscle gain, a reverse diet's the same thing, right? So a diet, right? Would be, Hey, I'm dieting down. I'm losing body fat, but to bulk for most people, it would be either a body recomp, which is very similar to reverse diet, which basically means like I'm going to, well, body recomp's a little bit different. A body recomp's like I'm 175 and I look, let's just say like I have a dad bod, but then in two years I'm 175 and I look uh, ripped and jacked. It can happen like that. Right? So you're like recomposition the body, same weight, but just look way different. This is a little bit different. This is the bulk. So basically you're reversing the diet. You're slowly adding calories in to get bigger, just like you slowly reduce them to lose weight. It is no different. The reason you're hitting plateaus, I guarantee you, it's three reasons. You ready? Number one, you are not pushing it hard enough in the gym, 100%. If you eat okay and you're crushing your workouts, you'll make pretty damn good progress. And I have this conversation all the time with my clients that think, oh, well, I mean, the diet's the most important thing. Eh, I don't know. I mean, it it is, it is. However, if you think you can have a good diet and half-ass it in the gym, you're gonna probably have a a miserable life. And part of the reason is it, it doesn't create any dietary freedom. You're like- like if, if you're lifting at like a five out of 10, kind of six out of 10, you're just kind of going through the motions, your body, even though you're like eating at a maintenance, you're gonna have to eat really clean. You're probably not gonna have like a lot of the foods you want, but if you're lifting like really hard in the gym, not like every single day, but you're really actually like, I'm breaking down this muscle group. I'm pushing past failure. I'm really just grinding in the gym. You can have more dietary freedom and eat the things you want and enjoy your life more. So you need to push it harder in the gym, hundred percent. Like you're like, I am, no, you're not. That is your first thing. I almost guarantee you like, and if you don't know, if you're new, what you consider a hard workout probably isn't. And you're like, well, for me it is. Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, like if you're at a plateau, it's probably not hard enough for you, okay? In conjunction, well, actually number, I'll make this number two. Number two, 
you're not following an actual structured program. So you say you're at a plateau, but it's because of this. You're doing a bunch of random crap in the gym. You actually have no structured program. You don't really know what you're doing. You have to be honest with yourself. Like I use this analogy a lot. Maybe it's half inappropriate. I don't care. I say gun to the head. If I had a gun to your head and I'm like, are you following a specific program and you know exactly like why you're doing it and what it's helping you do and you're tracking your sex and your reps, like, are you doing that? Most of you would be like, no, I'm not. So the reason I use that analogy, because you have to be honest. I talk to a lot of men that are like, yeah, I'm following a program. Yeah, I got this like off of bodybuilding.com and like this day I do legs and this day, whatever. But if I was in the gym with them, a fly on the wall, like one time they're doing leg press and another time they're like, oh, I guess I'll do squats. And and like one time they do four sets of 10 and their times like, oh, I'm gonna do like three sets of 12. And they just kind of like go on their feel. That's not terrible. It's better than nothing, but it's probably part of the reason you're at a plateau. You're not having measurement. When you go into the gym, you're effectively a science experiment. And as you know, scientists need numbers. Like how many ounces is this in the beaker, right? Like you need to know how, what's the stimulus for my body, right? And you need a constant, which means you have to kind of be lifting generally the same. And that's how you reach progressive overload. So if you're not tracking your stuff and you don't have an actual program, it's probably the third reason or second reason. Sorry. A third reason probably comes down to your nutrition. I almost guarantee you if you're listening to this and I, and if I'm wrong, tell me on social media and I'll apologize. You're probably not as good at tracking your food and being consistent with your nutrition as you tell yourself. And I, I'm telling you, and the reason I know this is because this is what I do. I'm like, ah, Stefan, you eat pretty well. And then, and I, I, I do inherently, but then I'll have weeks where I'm like, okay, you didn't actually eat that well. You had some beers you know, you kind of were like picking at the chalk a little bit more. Like you, you weren't as good as you thought. And so I could be mad at myself. Like I'm not losing weight. I'm not doing this. But then if I'm like, all right, enough's enough. You need to track all your stuff. You need to weigh out all your stuff. You know what happens? I start getting results and I'm no longer at a plateau. So if you're at a plateau, it probably is highly based on your effort. Maybe not the answer you want to hear, but I almost guarantee you. If it's not, if it's not, if you're like, Stefan, I get what you're saying. Totally understand. Like I need to be on a structured program. I am. I need to track my food a little bit more diligently or like, or I am tracking my food diligently and uh, I am really pushing it hard in the gym. If that's true, okay? If you're doing those three things and you're still at a plateau, then what you need is you need an expert to look at where you are and try experience. I guess you could do it on your own. I wouldn't suggest it, but experimenting things with you to see and get feedback. And that's like literally what I do with my clients. I'm like, Oh, you're at a plateau. Okay. Well let's, let's reduce your carbs a little bit. Let's add in a little more, like two days of hit. Let's see what happens. Like 20 minute sessions. Yep. There you go. I'm losing fat. Boom. We're done. Easy. Broke past a plateau. Then you hit another one. I have a client, Kyle. We've done this so many times with him. And if you see his transformation on my Instagram and stuff, he's freaking ripped. And we did this all the time with him. Hey, I'm not making results this week. It happens. People hit plateaus. And the longer you're lifting, the more plateaus you're going to hit. I've been lifting for almost 16 years. It is very hard for me to make results. It's called law of diminishing returns. The longer you lift, the the, the crappier your returns are, right? Uh, so I guess I'm crazy for continuing to lift, but it is, right? That's how your body works. Why? Because your body is adaptive, right? I've been lifting weights for a very long time. So it doesn't mean I can't make progress, but it's minuscule compared to you or if you're newer to lifting first five years, like your, your results are going to be better for the effort. Just saying. Uh, so that's great. So if that's you, 
you can experiment with things, but you need to know why you're doing it. That's the most important thing. Don't just be like, well, I guess I'm just going to, uh, okay. He said to reduce my calories. Like I'll just make up a number and I'll just reduce them. And, uh, he said to like lift more intense. So I guess I'll just like go to failure on all these exercises. No, nope, you need to know more. And in this episode, it would be very long if I went through every single thing you could do. Um, so my suggestion is do a little bit of research or you can jump on a call with me. I'd love to chat with you. Uh, you can actually go to our website, pursuehp.com. You can book a free call with me and we can go over your plateau and figure out like why you're not getting there. I'd love to chat with you. And that's what we do with our clients. Um, I know the, the one on, and this isn't really, honestly, this is not a plug, but the one-on-one aspect in anything, any coaching, business coaching, relationship coaching, where you could just be like, I don't know why I'm not where I want to be. You're more wise than me. What should I do? That sentence makes people millions, makes billions, makes people very successful in their relationship, makes people very successful in their fitness. Because instead of going through like trial and error of, oh, I'm going to try this and, and let's see if this works and experimenting. Because remember what I said in the first place, the longer you're in a plateau mentally, the quicker it is that you're going to give up because you're putting in the same effort and you're getting nothing back. That is not a good feeling. So instead of trying to do it on your own, because the chances are you probably actually give up. Okay. And we said in the beginning, you need to be consistent. So the chances of you, uh, of you quitting is higher. And that's why I say, get help. You know, who, you know where I see this guys? I see this in business all the time. Do you know how many, I used to coach fitness coaches. So many people that got a business coach did well because they're like, you know what? I'm not going to go through like trial and error and all this stuff. I have other friends that never hired a business coach. To be honest with you, they were too cheap. They go, I don't want to spend the money because they're very expensive, good ones. Um, and they're like, I didn't want to do it. And they are struggling like years later because they want to do it on their own and do it on their own. And maybe the super, super, super persistent ones that are lucky will do it after years and years and trial of error and trial and error. But you know what? Let me tell you, the vast majority of them end up failing only because they give up because they're posting on Instagram and they're doing all this stuff and, they, and, they're, and they're putting in the effort and it feels like a lot of effort because it is the right effort, but it's in the wrong way and they give up. Makes sense. And that's exactly what I don't want for you. So this is a plead to you. Like you can go do it on your own. I give you some tangible, actionable steps. And if you do, awesome. Tell me about it. Share your wins. Go crush it. Um, however, if you're at a plateau, that means a couple things. It means number one, you're putting in effort. Number two, you have a desired goal because you know, you're, you're working towards it. And number three, you've identified you're at a plateau, which means you're self-aware. If you have all those skills, you also better have enough skill to be like, I need help. I don't know how to get past this on my own. And that is the point where you need to, where you need to let down your pride and be like, I need help. Right. And if it's not an important goal to you, then don't do it. But if you're listening to this and you've listened to this episode for however long this is, then I expect that this is an important goal for you. And if it is, then you need to have some outside perspective to look at it. Um, and I've, I've done that even in my own programming with coach Mike, our head in-person coach. I'm like, he's a programming genius. I'm like, Mike, you know, I've been struggling with fill in the blank. What should I do? And he's like, let me look at your program. Ask me questions. Ask me questions. Did you try this? Yeah. Did you try this? Did you try this? No, I haven't tried that. Go try that. Then you know what I do? I go try it. I give him feedback. It did or didn't work. Then as a coach, he goes, okay, that didn't work. Okay. Try this. 
And then eventually I'm like, dude, that worked. He's like, perfect. Got past the plateau. You see how that works? It's a relationship. It's feedback. And if you're, if you're not going to go get help, you have to have those conversations and that feedback with you. It's like, you're talking to yourself in the mirror, right? Okay. This week I'm going to try squats because my legs aren't growing enough. Okay, cool. I tried squats. Hey, did that work? Yeah. I thought you could be. Okay, cool. Did that not work? Right. You're doing that stuff with yourself anyways, but instead of like having a conversation with yourself, because you got to ask yourself, do, do I actually know what I'm doing? If you don't, that's where you kind of fail. Right. And it's okay because I'm, you know, I used to be kind of one of those people that are probably really prideful when I first started living, like, I'll do it on my own. I'm not going to pay for somebody. Like I'll figure it out. I'm okay with my results. And if I could rewind the clock a hundred percent, I would have asked for more help on a lot of things in my life. Not just, not just fitness. Um, but I would have hired more coaches. I would have been so much farther in my life if I would have been, uh, at a place where I could just not be at that. And if your goal is to end up getting somewhere like within your fitness journey and making pretty good progress, you have to stay consistent. And the last question I have for you, legitimate question is what's the longest you've ever been consistent? I'm talking about like, maybe you don't go to the gym five days a week, but if you do five days a week, you're tracking your food all the time. You're like not really cheating on your diet. You're being really good. Um, you know, you're not missing like weeks in the gym. Like you're really consistent. What's the longest you've ever been consistent? When I ask uh, clients that question on the call, when I have a lot of sales calls with people, um, almost everybody says like a few months. Have you ever been consistent for a year, two years, three years, four years? A lot of the physiques that you guys want, you men want, it's a five plus year physique. So how the hell are you supposed to go from being your longest consistency from three months to five plus years? I'm going to tell you how. By being consistent, by not giving up, which means putting yourself in the best state with the best odds going for you so you don't give up. Because it is, it's not just that you have to work like I said in the beginning, 100% hard for five years, you have to just put in like 80% effort year round for five years. That's like a B, right? It's barely a B. So that's, what, that's why I'm pleading with you and that's why I talk about the mental stuff so much because it is 100% that important, right? Your goal, the goal, the body you want is a long-term body, right? Like you're looking at the dude on, on Instagram, that fitness model that's jacked and ripped, that's your dream body. You can have it. You just have to be patient and you have to be consistent. But because you've never been consistent that long, you better make sure that you have every single thing on your side, making sure you're consistent, making sure you get past the plateaus, making sure you stay motivated, making sure you stay um, consistent with your workout and nutrition. If, you, if you're hitting these like roadblocks and, and you don't know what to do, you have somebody to ask. So whether you're getting a coach or not, you better make sure you have all those things because if you don't and you don't have the knowledge, you'll give up and you won't be successful, and you won't have the body you want. I know because I had to go through those same things. And if I asked every one of our coaches, and I asked every one of our clients that have been with us a couple of years, they're going to tell you the exact same thing. I 100% guarantee it. You need all the support. It's not just like, oh, I have, I have enough. No, no, no. Get more. Get more. It's a, it's a hard journey. Like Life is hard. Trying to build like an awesome physique on top of it isn't easy. Things come up. And so there's a lot that goes into it, right? Guys, 
I appreciate you listening to this. I really hope it does give you some tangible steps on how to get past a plateau, but I do hope that it inspires you to try to pursue greatness every single day. Um, that's why I do this podcast. If you can't tell, pretty passionate about uh, 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 making these. They're 100% unscripted. I just come on here and I talk about my experience as a coach, my experience you know, past and present in 12 plus, almost 12 years of coaching. Um, I talk about my own fitness journey and I talk about this stuff because I want people to be successful and not go through all the crap that I went through. Not the injuries, not the trial and error, not the emotional stress. It can be easier. It can actually be fun. You just have to listen to people and actually take their advice and don't go listen to this episode and be like, oh, it was great. And then go on about your day and apply nothing. You're literally wasting your time doing that, right? So I want you to actually make tangible steps and actions to this episode, please. That's my biggest ask. Um, another ask, you know, is that you guys share this episode. We we grow by literally word of mouth. That's it. We don't run ads. So if you could like, comment, um, subscribe, share, you can DM me too. Tell me what you think of this podcast. If it sucks, please let me know. If it's awesome, that's great too. Um, both feedbacks, really appreciative. Uh, you can go find us on Instagram at pursuit underscore HP. Um, same thing on TikTok. And then you can find us on Facebook at Pursuit Health and Performance. But I really appreciate it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, go get it. Get past those plateaus. Love you guys.